With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up? Welcome to the Joy Taylor Show. We are at the Tailgate Tour at 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica on the 3rd Street Promenade. The largest tailgate in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. It is beautiful out here. This is one of my favorite places in the city. I always bring all my touristy friends down here. It's, it's, it's beautiful. We have a beautiful week, beautiful weekends ahead. It's normally a little more chilly here in L.A., but we got a nice little heat wave, <laughs> which is nice for all the Bengals fans and everyone coming in town. I do see a lot of Bengals fans down here. I think, uh, I think LeVar was right. What up? Sorry, I'll be yelling at, uh, at everyone as I walk by, so if you're listening... There's a lot going on down here. It's a beautiful day as we get ready for the Super Bowl tomorrow, which I am very excited for. I'm going. It's going to be my first Super Bowl that I'm actually attending. Uh, When you're in the biz, usually, and you do a daily show, you fly out Sunday morning. So I haven't been able to attend a Super Bowl yet, so I'm really looking forward to that at SoFi, which will be beautiful and a a great experience for everyone to see our beautiful stadium here in Inglewood. We'll talk to my brother, Hall of Famer Jason Taylor, at the bottom of the hour, get his thoughts on the Super Bowl. I'm sure he has some thoughts about Zach Thomas not getting into the Hall of Fame as well, considering he played with him for quite some time. Live Moods of the Volume will give us some picks for tomorrow. She will be down here on the set here at Third Street Promenade. And Jordan Rodrique, who covers the Rams for The Athletic, is going to come down and talk a little bit about... Our Los Angeles Rams, I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to say our, because I, I gave my pick yesterday on the herd, and I, I'm picking against the home team, so I'm going to spoil that, but I have my reasons, and you know we all have to make our Super Bowl predictions, and I have been a day one with Joe Burrow, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it all the way out. So we'll preview the Super Bowl today on the show, get you some prop bets. Who is going to be the best quarterback in the league? Tom Brady is retired. 
Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. But if Joe Burrow wins a Super Bowl this year, does that change the conversation? He beat Patrick Mahomes twice and in the AFC Championship game at home at Arrowhead. Who has the most pressure tomorrow? Might get a little Lakers trade deadline conversation in as well as the NFL season is wrapping up. And we are we're in the thick of NBA season as the All-Star break is next week. And if Stafford wins, what does that mean for Aaron Rodgers? Because we're going to start to see a trend now with the top quarterbacks in the league. So we'll talk all about that today on the Joy Taylor Show. Sam is back in studio. Ryan is down here with me on, on Third Street under a nice awning. Otherwise, we'd be getting some sun, which I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't mind. I'm my little sun. Uh, but, Sam, we don't, we're not going to be able to do my, my favorite five, obviously. We're down to one more game. But I do want to preview the game a little bit tomorrow and get my picks and some of my prop bets as well. So do we have a, do we have a little Super Bowl music? There we go. Oh, it's very exciting. Very exciting football music. Okay, so I said yesterday on the show with Colin on the Herd, weekdays, noon to 3 on FS1 and Fox Sports Radio, that I'm going with the Bengals, 27, Rams 24 tomorrow. I love the Rams story. I love how the Rams do business. I love all the stars. I love how aggressive they are. We don't need draft picks. We're going to go all in. Sean McVay is the whiz kid. He's incredible. But I got to ride with Joe Burrow. I have loved him from day one. I told the Dolphins, give up whatever we have to give up. Five first-round picks, ten first-round picks, and rename Ocean Drive after Joe Burrow if you have to. They did not listen. Uh, not that the Bengals would have listened to the Dolphins anyway, but it would have been worth it. He is, he's just incredible, and he's, he's just clearly a winner. And I'm just, I'm, I don't know if I'm going a little emotional here. I mean, look, Joe Burrow had an incredible season. I think he should have had some MVP votes. Comeback player of the year, Jamar Chase. And I, the Cincinnati defense does not get enough credit for what they've done throughout the year, particularly in the playoffs. And so I'm, I'm riding with the Bengals. I think it's going to be a tight, competitive game. We've had great games. Eh, the wild card round was mostly blowouts. <laughs> but since the divisional round, we've had nothing but great games. So I am not predicting a blowout. I think it's going to be very close and come down to the line. I'm going Bengals 27, Rams 24 which obviously means I'm picking the Bengals to cover four and a half or four now. It's down to four. So if you got the hook there, congratulations. Which means I'm also taking the over in this game. I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to uh, it's going to be back and forth. I know the big matchup that everyone is looking for and going to watch is this dominant athletic Rams defensive line against – you know, the 20th ranked offensive line in the league. But to the Bengals' credit, we're constantly talking about the Bengals' offensive line. They've done an incredible job this, off, this postseason and throughout the, throughout the year. Obviously, the Titans game is what everyone's pointing to, and nine sacks is not an incredible job. But they've held, and everyone's playing for Joe Burrow, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean into the energy of the Bengals uh, in this postseason, and I'm going to go with the Bengals tomorrow. So that means my Super Bowl MVP pick is obviously Joe Burrow. There's a couple extra props that I like too. Uh, I think the first touchdown scored is going to be Cooper Cup. I know, very edgy, offensive player of the year, uh, but that, that feels like a good, good first prop. And then first commercial, I'm going with Pepsi. Pepsi halftime show. Feels right. So those are my props for the game. I, I'm really looking forward to some particular matchups. Obviously, the Bengals offensive line and this dominant D Rams defensive line. 
Joe Mixon is going to be something to watch. The Bengals really like to run the ball. If they can run the ball consistent, consistently, that's going to set up for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, who 25 years old, 4,611 yards and 34 touchdowns, bringing the Cincinnati Bengals to their first Super Bowl in 33 years. And Jamar Chase, who is rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and has just had an unbelievable season. Now, I know everyone is talking about Jalen Ramsey and that matchup with Jamar Chase, but the Bengals have been able to spread it around. So I think that that is something else to pay attention to. Tomorrow, Matthew Stafford has been really impressive this postseason. I had a lot of questions about him with the, the turnovers towards the end of the season. But to his credit, he's been incredible. We won't be talking about his playoff record in Detroit anymore after this run. So paying attention to if he can keep up the level of play that he has had throughout this postseason, which I think he will, we're going to have a great game. So really, really, really looking forward to the Super Bowl tomorrow. It's kind of interesting. It's an interesting matchup because there really is no villain in this, in this game. We usually have, you know, someone that the public is rooting against, uh, whether it's the Patriots or, you know, the Patriots. <laughs> That's usually who the public is rooting against. But we don't have one of those in this Super Bowl. So, like, I mean, it, you know, obviously Rams fans and Bengals fans aside, publicly, everyone's going to feel great if Joe Burrow and the Bengals get a Super Bowl. It's an incredible story. I think it changes the conversation about young quarterbacks in the league and what you really need to, to win in this modern NFL. And then Matthew Stafford coming from Detroit 12 years with a struggling organization and dysfunctional organization coming out here to L.A., with a bunch of stars and winning a Super Bowl is an incredible story. So, you know, we're always at each other's necks all the time about everything. So it it's kind of nice to just have a nice treat of a game where no one's really, there's not a whole lot of animosity. We're just looking forward to a great matchup and great football, which we've gotten all season long, despite it being, you know, kind of a, a frustrating season with COVID and some, some big time injuries. It's been fun. It's been a lot of parody. And I love the fact that we have the Cincinnati Bengals, a, a smaller market team, not even really the biggest brands, football brands in Ohio, here in the Super Bowl, having built, you know, a more conservative way through the draft, adding veterans, and then the LA Rams here in Los Angeles, fancy LA, the aggressive team, we don't need draft picks, building a completely different way, bringing in Matthew Stafford. I think it's great that the NFL can be represented in the Super Bowl with two completely different styles and two completely different organizations from, you know, different parts of the country. So I think we're going to have a great game tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun for fans. And of course, an amazing halftime show that everyone <laughs> is looking forward to. And I think it's going to be an all-timer. I'm a halftime show nerd. I know everybody argues about the halftime show and who it should be and, you know, how it's going to go. But I think tomorrow is going to be a great show at SoFi in Inglewood for everyone. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. We are at the tailgate tour at 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica, the largest tailgate in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. It is beautiful out here. Everyone's walking around. we got Bengals fans. There we go. <laughs> we should be outside. Be down by the beach. Uh, get a drink and enjoy this California sunshine before the game tomorrow. Thank you to everyone is listening right now to the Joy Taylor show across the country. Appreciate you. We'll have Jason Taylor on on the phone, not in person. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Couldn't get him out here um, on the phone at the bottom of the hour. Also, Liv Moods and Jordan Rodrigue of The Athletic uh, to talk a little bit about the Rams. But coming up next, let's discuss who who really has the most pressure 
in this game tomorrow in the Super Bowl. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. If the ride is more fly, then you must buy. That's what I hear. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What up? Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show. We are down here at the Third Street Promenade. Fox Sports Radio wants to send you to the Disneyland Resort where you can enjoy the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Oh, I love that festival. Come on down here to the tailgate tour at Third and Broadway in Santa Monica for your chance to win. Joy Taylor here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk to Jason Taylor at the bottom of the hour. Not in person, guys. Sorry. He's in, he's in Miami. TJ Hushmanzada is sitting next to me. Cincinnati legend. Are you getting... Are, are, you, are you running into a lot of Bengals fans out here, TJ? Yeah, the Bengals fan, they, they're taking over. 
Santa Monica. So that must mean we taking over uh, Inglewood here come tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So you were talking to me in the break that you agreed with everything that I said about uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, which is not surprising. I'm assuming you're picking the Bengals. What's your, what's your score? I am. Let me say this. Before the season started, I, before the season started, because of Matthew Stafford, I had the Rams winning the Super Bowl. Okay. But I believe the Bengals are going to win 24-21. Okay, I have Bengals 27-24. I think it's going to be a little more high scoring. They just have, uh, defensively, they just make really good adjustments at halftime if things aren't working. And they've done that every game of the playoffs. And so I'm concerned about this defensive front for for the Rams. I'm concerned about that. But Zach Taylor coming up under McVay, he knows this offense runs through Cooper Cup. He's going to be prepared for that. Matthew Stafford's going to throw you the ball twice. You just got to catch it. He's <laughs> okay. going to throw it to you twice. So, you so just have true. to catch it. That is true. Because they had a moment in the uh, in the Niners game, and if if he would have caught, <laughs> they might not be here. That 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 gift that Stafford served up that definitely would be. In my, I think that would have changed the game. So I agree with you. But I teased before the break who has the most pressure in the game to me. And I, I do think it's the Rams. The Rams have been in the Super Bowl twice now in the last six years. They're a very aggressive organization. Don't really keep draft picks, which I love. I think it's, I think it's silly to hoard up draft picks when you're in a win-now situation. It's obviously important to have young talent and you know young players, but I would prefer a known commodity when you're in the situation that the Rams are in. They're not in a development stage of their organization. So I think what, what, where your organization is matters when it comes to draft picks. But I do like that it's the aggressive Rams and the Bengals who have built through the draft in the Super Bowl because I think it represents two different ways of doing business. But that said, I still think all the pressure's on the Rams. That, that, that's why the NFL is, is the best game in the world because you have a team that two years ago was 2-14. Right. They're in a Super Bowl. You don't see that in any other sport. Nobody's picking number one in the NBA and they're in the championship two to three years later. It's just not going to happen. And so the way the Rams are building, I'm fine with that. Give me the proven commodity. The draft is a crapshoot. You you just don't know what you're going to get. And because they're winning and because they're in L.A., you can get free agents that are young if – we don't have draft picks. That's okay. Von Miller leaves. We can go get a free agent because we're enticing. This is a nice city, and we're <laughs> winning. And so that won't be a problem. I like what they're doing. I hope more teams do that because you draft a guy, and people that know you get a first-round pick, he gets so many opportunities if he's not a good player, and that ends up hurting the team. And so I'm all for trading two ones and I believe a second to get Jalen Ramsey. Those picks that Jacksonville acquired for Jalen Ramsey, do we know who they are? Do we know what they've done? No. They drafted Caleb on Chase on out of LSU. He hasn't done much. They drafted another Travis ATN from Clemson. Neither one of those guys has done anything compared to what Jalen Ramsey has done for the Rams. And so go get the proven commodity. Well, I just I think it matters where like Jacksonville's in a rebuild. So holding on to a player like Jalen Ramsey doesn't make any sense if you can get more picks. And similar to what Cincinnati is probably going to do next year, because we were talking about it in the break also, they have the third most amount of cap space in the league and a lot of draft picks. Now, it's not going to be a high first-round pick, but if they're drafting well and you're building a young team, this is a perfect situation. Like, and, ha- and you got the guy, which is the most important Three thing. players, they, they must. It's a must. They must re-sign Jesse Bates. They cannot let him leave free agent. They cannot do that. 
he's the the glue on the back end of that defense. Very underrated, and they must go get two offensive linemen, get a guy in the interior, and, and get a right tackle. They do that. Yeah, I mean, the offensive line is the biggest question mark on, on the team. It's why most people are going with the Rams, because they've had, the Bengals have had a really impressive postseason. Hey, the offensive line can be bad. Just be good tomorrow. <laughs> Just be good tomorrow. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, look, they, they had, everyone's pointing to the Titans game, which is fair. Nine sacks is egregious. That's a lot to, to overcome. It's, and it, it really actually is more, I think, of an indictment of the Tennessee Titans that they were able, their defense was able to do that. And, you know, Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions. But that's why you have to have the guy. And Joe Burrow is, is the guy. So I haven't talked to a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans out here. I actually think you're the only Cincinnati Bengals fan yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I am. Me, it's really just me and Chad, really, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Chad, he, I, Chad actually was just oh, down. We got, we got Bengals fans out here. Chad at the, was at the just promenade. down the yeah. street, though. Chad was just down the street here this morning boxing, right down the street. Are you, are you snitching out Chad right now? He probably gone now, though. <laughs> but he was just down the street boxing. Well, it's just... Uh, the Bengals is here. The people from Cincinnati are just from the Midwest. They getting here to this good weather. I'm eager to see how, how the crowd is going to look because this is something that I'm sure many fans didn't think they would see at least this soon. Well, you, yes. And of course, I mean, it's, you mentioned how, how bad Cincinnati was last year. And a big part of that was obviously Joe Burrow got injured and he's that great that they are now in the Super Bowl. which if, you know, if you ask most people, honestly, they would have not predicted that Cincinnati was going to be in the Super Bowl. but you did actually a really nice thing. If, if you hadn't seen what TJ did on, on social media, uh, I'm gonna put you on spot, but uh, a woman posted a video of her father, her father, right? I think it was her grandfather. Her grandfather, who is in his 80s. Yeah, he's like 87. And he's been a Cincinnati Bengals fan his whole life and uh, was crying when the, when the Bengals made it to the Super Bowl. I'm a jaded, I have no soul anymore when it comes to sports. <laughs> well, look, I've, I've been a Dolphins fan uh, for long enough. I just, you know, I'm... My heart is turned to stone, but I do love seeing true, dedicated fans have their moment. And so, you, what what happened with this? You got you got in contact with them and got them. Super Let Bowl me tell, tell you the story really quick. Because obviously know. we know. Yeah, so, we're, we're gonna get to, to Jason Taylor's bottom of the hour. It was, uh, somebody sent me the video, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, this is sad." And then I showed my wife the video, and she like kind of started crying. And it was like 11:30 at night last Sunday. I'll never forget it. And so she gets in the bed and I get my phone out and I go back to the message. And I said, somebody send me their information. So I stayed on the phone, send me the information in like 45 seconds. So then I DM her. Her name is Lizzie. I said, uh, send me your number. I'm going to call you tomorrow. She was like, is this really you? I'm like, you'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> and so I called her the next day and I said, I'm going to try to get you tickets. I don't know if I can, but I'm going to try. And so I called the Bengals and said, I need to get tickets. Um, said we got you so I bought the tickets I called her back on Tuesday I said I got you tickets this was last Tuesday and then Saturday uh, because you're not allowed to sell tickets the Bengals had to tell the NFL because I'm like listen I'm transferring my tickets to her I'm not selling them just so you guys know they saw the video and then they put it out actually I'm meeting them here they just landed, so I'm gonna meet them here in the uh, next couple hours. Give them the tickets. That's awesome. So they're they're flying out tonight today for the game. Yeah, that's. Amazing. I mean, because he's in a wheelchair, and so his his grandson, his wife, and I believe his granddaughter, they're all coming out. Then I'm gonna uh, slide them the two tickets. I just hope he enjoys himself. Uh, we as athletes, I, I don't think we realize. Some do. Like the fans are the reason 
the game is what it is. The of course, su- and, and you really saw that over the last two years with COVID, especially, you know, It's just the support that they give hands. you that you kind of take for granted and you think it's always going to be there. I'm appreciative of it because you had a brother that was a hell of a player, and that career seems like it lasts forever when it ends so fast. And so just the support, I'm appreciative of it when I played, and he's still supporting the team. So if I could do something, I was able to do it. I wouldn't. And again, when I saw the video, I was like, oh, that was sad. And that was it. It was just my wife when I saw her crying. So it was really was, like, was wifey. Look. It just, when the, she the tear, started. The, the women's tears always get everybody. Yeah, y'all, y'all like fake tough. Y'all tough, but then real sensitive. <laughs> Yeah. That's, what, that's what women have to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I think it's a great thing that you did for them. And uh, if you haven't seen the video, it's on it's on TJ's social, but it's also on the NFL page as well. So they're going to get to go to the game tomorrow. Hey, Matt, can I ask you something? Sure. What are you, you you're a Dolphins fan? Um, what do you think about the new head coach? I mean, we got to do this. We were having such a nice day. It's so nice. <laughs> okay, now. that says it all. The I got sun you. is shining. We were down here at the promenade and getting ready for the Super Bowl. You got to bring up old stuff. Um, look, I, to be honest with you, I'm really upset with the Dolphins right now. We're on a separation, legal separation, All so right. it's happening. It's not like, you know, we're living in separate houses, okay? $200. I, uh, I'm moving my, you know, phone bill into my name type of thing. I'm, I'm getting way too detailed with how that works. But, yes, like, I'm, I'm upset with the Dolphins right now. It's too much dysfunction. And, you know, look, like, we've, the Bengals have had their years of dysfunction, certainly. I just I get tired of the same story all the time with organizations. And for me, if you're an organization that's constantly firing coaches, you're constantly going through personnel. It's always a story about, oh, we're not getting along. We can't make it work. You know, there's internal issues. I don't want to. It can't always be the coach. It can't always be, you know, bad leadership in the locker room. Like at one point or another, if it's this constant thing every couple years, it ain't the players, it ain't the coach. It's it's some it's you. What's the constant? <laughs> what is the constant thing in this situation? And when I look at organizations that are dysfunctional or struggling for long periods of time, I'm not looking at, at the pieces that can be moved in and out. I'm looking at the top. What is happening up top that is creating this dysfunction below? Because we know in any organization, the leadership sets the tone for everything. The leadership sets the culture. The leadership sets how you treat other people. What is tolerated within the building? And that's for any organization, even outside of sports. So I wish them luck. Good luck to you. Um, Godspeed. I don't know. I have no aspirations or expectations. They'll for get you team. back if they start winning. They got to start winning. They got to treat you better. No, they won seven games in a row this year and fired the head coach. Dumb. Yeah, that, I thought that was they had back-to-back winning idiotic. Seasons. They that had was... back-to-back winning seasons and fired the head coach. You're gonna have to do a whole lot more than that. Now the Super Bowl next year. Forget everything I said. But I don't think this guy. Hey, you, you got a coach that just identifies as a human being, so good luck. Uh, yeah, we didn't even, I don't, you know, we're not getting into all that, but I think you know how I feel about that, TJ. Yeah. <laughs> well, TJ Hushmanzada, Bengals legend. There's a lot of Bengals fans uh, out here over. at the over. promenade. Appreciate it, TJ. You listen to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We're down here at the Third Street Promenade at the tailgate. See you, TJ. Um, enjoy the game tomorrow. I'll see you. Tailgate tour at 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica on Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk to Jason Taylor on the other side. But first, let's get to what's trending. And it is Super Bowl weekend, making our way towards Super Bowl 56 in Southern California. Rams and Bengals will square off tomorrow. Here's L.A. head coach Sean McVay. I think it is good to acknowledge that this is a great opportunity in a really big game. I know it's not too big for any of our players. We know what a great challenge it's going to be, but that's why you get into this. You love to be able to go compete, and I want our guys to be able to go cut it loose and, and play to the best of their ability and let it all hang out, and that's all we can do. Major League Baseball and the Players Union met for just under an hour today in Tampa, Florida. The Players Union 
reportedly coming away unimpressed. And no, there is no deal in sight. Expect that announcement of delayed spring training coming soon. Plenty of college basketball, though, on this Super Saturday. Couple finals already in. Number one, Auburn, 75-58 winner over Texas A&M. Number 10, Baylor beats number 20, Texas, 80 to 63 right now on the hardwood 11 28 to play in the second half and oklahoma leads at number eight kansas 52 49 number 15 villanova tied with seton hall 45 all 11 55 to play in the second half 11 02 to play in the first half rutgers leading at number 14 wisconsin 17 16 but now we send it back to third street promenade it's joy taylor on fox sports radio Thank you. That's Ralph Urban. Thank you for that update. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are down at 3rd and Broadway, the 3rd Street Promenade here in Santa Monica. The Super Bowl is tomorrow. And let's go out into the line, talk to Jason Taylor, Pro Football Hall of Famer, 15 years in the NFL with the Dolphins, Washington Washington Commanders, the Washington Commanders, (laughs) and the New York Jets. Uh, Jay, what's up? What's up, Joy? How are you? I'm good. It's a little. It's really warm out here. I know you're in South Florida, so you don't need to hear anything about how hot it is. But we're having a heat wave here in LA. Well, good. Actually, I heard it's gonna be the hottest Super Bowl. And listen, they've been through cold ones in New York and Dallas. Nice to go out to LA and have a little of that South Florida heat. So enjoy it. Yeah, we're we're not complaining. It's it's nice. It's sunny. We've got a we've got a lot of Bengals fans out here actually. Um, Hootay is in the house. <laughs> we just yeah, had TJ. They, they better. They don't. They don't go very often. They better enjoy it. Oh, the shade. The shade. I might be moving forward. We've talked about Joe Burrow a lot. Uh, you actually texted me after the game. Or I think you called me actually uh, after that that Chiefs Bengals AFC Championship game. Um, do you love Joe Burrow as much as I do? Because I told the Dolphins to give up five first round picks and rename Ocean Drive after him. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> It's going to take a little more to, to, to earn the Ocean Drive name change than, than uh, what he did in college. But, yeah, I mean, I I love everything about him. I love the way he plays. I love his swag. He's obviously very, very talented. Um, you see how guys want to they want to follow him. He's a leader. He's like a natural-born guy that people want to be around. And at the end of the day, he gets results. He gets it done. So I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm really leaning toward – I'm not gonna give a prediction, but I'm, I, I like him a lot. Put it that way. What do you mean you're not gonna give a prediction? Not I have yet. the Bengals. Uh, what do you mean that? The, the game is tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going with the Bengals, 27-24. I think Joe Burrow wins the the game, the MVP of the game. But there's another quarterback who's done an amazing job on the other side of the ball, Matthew Stafford. Um, and you know, you know a thing or two about being with a, an organization that. Might not be doing a whole lot of winning, not to bring up old stuff, but uh, how, how amazing is it that Matthew Stafford spent all that time with the Lions? And everyone said he's, he's really talented. He's just with a bad organization, and here he is in the Super Bowl in his first year with the Rams. Yeah, it, it, it rings true what people said it for a long time. And, you know, playing against the guy and seeing him play for years, you, you know how talented he is. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He, you know, he had some, some really good years when Megatron was there, but – Detroit could never get out of their own way. And they always found a way to mess it up or fall off at the end of the year or lose in the playoffs. And it just – obviously, Sean McVay thought very highly of him, uh, made a big made a big move to, to go get him. And you really got to give it to, to McVay and, and the, the entire Rams organization and what they're doing from the GM down and, and how aggressive they're being. And 
the way they're looking at free agency and draft picks in the draft process differently than I think you know, 29 or 30 other teams are in this league, and it's, and it's paying dividends you know, twice in what the last five years they're playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I love it. I love that they're they're being aggressive. We're talking to Jason Taylor on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. So the GOAT retired, Tom Brady, who you've sacked once or twice. Actually, a, a little story about Tom Brady and Jason Taylor. Tom Brady wrote a really nice letter when Jason was up for Hall of Fame induction, um, recommending him for the Hall of Fame because he had sacked him so many times that he thought it was appropriate that he should be in the Hall of Fame. But what was it like playing against Tom? Um, it was it was everything. It was it was frustrating. It was fun. It was challenging. It was thought provoking. It, it made you really dig deep and, and try to find creative ways to disguise coverages or pressure. I mean, he he made you play at the top of your game. And I have never been around someone or played against someone that is that is more fiercely competitive and driven by success than Tom Brady. I mean, he's obviously he's talented in a lot of ways. He's not the best athlete as far as running and jumping, but his his mental as far as football as football is concerned are the second to none. He knows where to go with the football. He knows what you're doing. He's he is the absolute best to ever do it. And it, it was a, it was an honor to have played against him. If I can if I can go back and have one more game against him, even though I've lost more than I won, I would do it in a heartbeat. We're talking to Jason Taylor. Do you remember when you were going to retire, the conversation that we had about you retiring? Um, refresh my memory, please. <laughs> well, you're getting old, so it's not surprising. Um, no, we were in your room. We were in your bedroom uh, at the old house, and you were like, I think, I think I'm going to retire. And we had never talked about you retiring before. And I was like, well, like, what are you, why are you feeling like, and you were like, I just, I just feel like I've just given, I've, I've done everything I can do. Like, I'm not going to, we're not in a position to, you know, win a championship next year. I don't want to hurt the team by coming back. And when you retired, like, what was, what was the biggest emotion that you felt? Because obviously everybody misses the locker room. That's like the, the number one thing that everybody says when you talk about what you miss most about playing. But outside of the locker room, what is it that you miss the most? Well, first of all, yeah, you're absolutely right. The locker room is by far the number one thing you miss, and, and you know that being around those guys and, and that fraternity of of football players that, that cannot be duplicated outside of a locker room is it, it, it's the biggest thing. But um, yeah, you know, you, you kind of get to the point where you know, as you talked about briefly, you know, we weren't in a position to compete for championships. You can keep trying to hang around and make some money and, and play the game for a 16th or a 17th year or whatever. Then you start to get you start to get looked at as a progress stopper. And I know Jeff Ireland said I was a progress stopper for guys like Cameron, uh, Cam Wake and and Koamisi and guys like that. So I had to I had to step out of the way. But you know, it's if it was if there's something I missed besides the locker room, it is running out in the field on Sunday or Monday or Saturday or Thursday. Hell, there's football damn near every night of the week now, but whenever that game day is, leaving that locker room and running through the tunnel onto that field and feeling the energy of the crowd and the national anthem and the flyover and then knowing that you're about to go to battle for three hours, three three real hours, 60 minutes of football and and just play a game that you're, you're trying to physically and mentally impose your will on somebody else. 
and, and compete at the highest level, dude, that's intoxicating. You just you, you can't you can't match that anywhere. We're talking to Jason Taylor on Fox Sports Radio on the Joy Taylor Show. Zach Thomas, someone that you played alongside for a long time, uh, did not mm-hmm. make the Hall of Fame. This uh, this round, I do think he is eventually going to get in. And obviously, you know, there's a process for how many guys you can put in at once. But for someone who thinks that Zach is a fringe guy, why is he not? And why is he a Hall of Famer? Well, if you think he's a fringe guy, then you need to get, you need to get a checkup from the neck up. I mean, it, it, it's as simple as that. And, and, now, listen, I understand the argument for Sam Mills this year. Sam was a great player and may rest in peace. And I'm so glad he's in. And understand he's in his last year of eligibility before having go to go on to the next phase of of uh, the election process. So, but it, it still doesn't take away the years that have gone by where Zach, who was as good as anybody that played middle linebacker during the course of his career from 1996 to 2000, whatever Zach played, 2008, 2009, there were. Some people that might come to their name might come to their mind a little faster because they were more in the limelight, or they won Super Bowls, or they played the Super Bowls. But there was no better football player. There was no better middle linebacker in the NFL for for a span of a dozen years than Zach Thomas. It's, it's as simple as that. And you know, to see this continue to go on is, is frustrating. But there's other guys too. You know, I, guys like Richard Webb. You know, I, I think that you know, Richard Webb is. I don't even know where his name is in a conversation in the Hall of Fame and protected Dan Marino's blind side for years and was one of the, if you talk to any pass rusher, talk to Bruce Smith about Richard Webb. You know, he'll tell you about Webby. You know, he's, he's one of those guys that I think should be in there as well. But, you know, on to something that Zach, it, it's going to happen. It, 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 it's frustrating, for I'm sure, for him and for all Dolphin fans and for all of us out there that, that know he should be in already and it just hasn't happened yet. Uh, Andrew Whitworth of the L.A. Rams won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. You won in 2007. I think it's really uh, an amazing award. It's very prestigious. And it's, it's become really cool how the NFL has set up players from each team to be nominated and, and highlight the work that they do in the community. And obviously, you've had the Jason Taylor Foundation for, what, 20 years now? Yep. So just talk a little bit about what it's like to win that award and, and how serious guys in the league actually take winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Well, in a, in a league where this is it's the ultimate team game and everything we do is talking about team, 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 this is the, this is the highest and most prestigious award. You know, and really over, over the things you do in the field with the MVPs and defensive players of the year, those are all great, obviously. And, you got to be amazing players to win those, but the league put so much emphasis on the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year award. It, it, it's, a, it's a not only about what you do on the field, but it's the impact you make off the field, whether it be in your community, in your state, in your country, wherever it may be that you're, you're making the impact. And there's so many guys that do it, that do things on their days off, in the off season, on weekends, on game days. There's guys that do so many great things in the community. And it's starting to get highlighted more and more, but this is a way with the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award to really highlight one guy. Unfortunately, they have to pick one guy a year. And But I was really happy to see Whit get it. Um, you know, he's been around for a long time. I mean, hell, I think Whitworth might be like my age. He, what is he, like 40? 40? I mean, he's, he's been playing forever. He has. He and has. Uh, it's still playing at a, at a really high level, which is crazy. It just blows my mind. I've got so much respect for for Whitworth, and, and really, he's one of those guys where you uh, 
you know, I, I'm not sure I've ever spoken to him in person and, and told him, but he's got he's got a fan in Jason Taylor and a guy that looks at him with a lot of admiration and, and, and inspiration in a lot of ways. So, you know, he, he, he probably has no idea who, you know, that, that I feel that way. You may not even remember that I played 10 years ago, but he's one of those guys I'm really glad to see he won it. And I, and I love seeing what he's doing in the community. Yeah, his, his speech was awesome, too. Big whip. Made it, big whip. Well, thank you for joining me, Jason. Uh, we're talking to Jason Taylor on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow and text me your predictions since you don't want to share it. No, no, I'll, I'll go out on the limb. I mean, this, I got nothing to lose. I mean, hell, Cincinnati's going to go out there and lay the smack down. So, I mean, it's, you got them by three. I got them by seven. You, so you're picking Cincinnati, too? For sure. There we go. All right. Well, sorry, I'm, I'm out here in L.A., but Rams fans are just going to be upset with me. Thanks for jumping they, on, Jason. They can't, they can't do nothing to me. I'm 3,000 miles away, so <laughs> take care I of know. yourself. I'm out here in the thick of it. All right. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Love you. All right. Love you, too. That's Jason Taylor on Fox Sports Radio. You listen to The Joy Taylor Show. We are down here at the 3rd Street Promenade, the tailgate tour at 3rd and Broadway. Come down and see us. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And coming up next, we'll talk to Liv Moods at the top of the hour, but... Who is the best quarterback in the league now that Tom Brady is retired and what role is the Super Bowl going to play in how we talk about that coming up next on the Joy Taylor Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Joy Taylor's back on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. Sorry, that was corny. (laughs) We're down here at the Tailgate Tour, 3rd and Broadway, Santa Monica, on the 3rd Street Promenade. Beautiful day here in L.A. Lots of Bengals fans down here. I've seen a couple. Oh, we got a Chargers fan over here. Okay. (laughs) They're here in L.A. too. Uh, very exciting. Thanks to Jason Taylor for jumping on with us. Good stuff there on uh, Zach Thomas, Tom Brady, Andrew Whitworth, Big Whip. That was a great, great speech. That Walt Peyton Man of the Year Award speech. I don't cry often, but it was very sweet, his story he told. Uh, we're talking to Liv Moods. She'll be down here on the set in a few minutes. We'll get some picks for tomorrow. Uh, I have a few interesting props. I want to see what she's, she's into um, when it comes to that. But I teased before the break. Uh, the best quarterback in the league was obviously Tom Brady. I know Aaron Rodgers won the MVP, but... And listen, Aaron Rodgers is wildly talented. And it's mostly a preference conversation at this point because there's so much talent at the quarterback position. It's really hard to pick 
who is the best and what is the best? How, do you include the postseason wins? Do you include your postseason performances in this evaluation, or is it just a talent conversation? If it's just a talent conversation, I think it pretty easily goes to Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP. Pretty impressive. Um, but I do think that what you do in the postseason should matter, and what you overcome should matter. And we've been talking about this a lot on The Herd throughout the week, just about what is the MVP, what is the most valuable. And, man, it's, it's really tough to look at the situation that Joe Burrow is in and not give him that kind of credit. And I, and I, I know we're talking about how you know, he's young and, and all that, but if you look at the whole situation in Cincinnati – no offense to any Cincinnati fans that are walking by, but it hasn't been the most functional organization over the years. There's a reason why nobody picked them to be in the Super Bowl this year. And he had a major injury last year that he overcame. That's why he got comeback player of the year. They have the 20th ranked offensive line in the league, which has been the conversation throughout the entire postseason and is the reason why most people are picking the Rams in a pretty equally matched talent pool from these two teams because... They have struggled, and obviously that Tennessee game was kind of a dark mark on their their season with those nine sacks. And he's young, and they haven't been in the Super Bowl in 33 years. So for him to come in and overcome those situations and take this team to the Super Bowl is really spectacular. And I, I know that you know people get into stats when it comes to the quarterbacks, and there's a big conversation about – if wins are a quarterback, quarterback wins, how much does that, that go to the quarterback in a, in a team sports? But look, it's, it's really hard to argue that Joe Burrow is not the catalyst for what's happened there. Jamar Chase is obviously incredible, but still plays a dependent position. And I think he would even admit that Joe Burrow is, is the heart and soul of that team. And to me, if he wins the Super Bowl, after beating Patrick Mahomes, who is, is probably 1A or 1 in the most talented, best quarterback in the league to Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be really tough to say that he's not the best right now. And even Nick Wright, FS1's own Nick Wright, <laughs> Kansas City admitted, he gets to say he's the best quarterback. I know it's a subjective conversation, but I think I am with him on that. You're listening to The Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We're down here at the Third Street Promenade, the tailgate tour. Come say hello if you are in town. And we will have live moods down here on set, get you some picks for the big game tomorrow. The Super Bowl is here. We'll get some picks next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are at the Tailgate Tour, the largest outdoor tailgate in Los Angeles for the Super Bowl. 
down here on the corner of 3rd Street Promenade and Broadway, White by Colts, which is a new cafe serving some of the most unique and refreshing coffees and cocktails in Santa Monica. I actually have a coffee right here from them. It's very good. They're also hosting a Super Bowl viewing party on Sunday for 25 bucks for all-you-can-eat sliders, fries, tacos. Come on down here and check us out. We will be here until 4 p.m. Thank you to Ralph Urban for that update on what's trending. Uh, great show today so far. Great day down here at the Promenade. It's a beautiful day. It's a warm day here in Los Angeles. I know we keep talking about how warm it is. Like, oh, man, it's so, it's so hot out. <laughs> I just it stop is. doing that. It's not hot everywhere around the country. It's still uh, it's still February. Liv Moods of the Volume is here with me down on the promenade. Hi, Liv. Hi. Long time no see. It's, I know. Uh, it's been like a couple hours. Yeah, too long. <laughs> so that's why I'm back. <laughs> we had a great event last night with a, a bunch of women in sports, uh, just a little party for the girls, and it, it went great. It was a really nice night. Um, LA's been fun. Is this, this isn't your first. Is this your first time in LA? Um, I was here a long time ago for dance, actually. But it's the first time I've ever been able to be frustrated by traffic and actually getting to and from places. And right. So it's a different experience. So this it's time your, around. so that's like your first time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. We're gonna go with that. I yes. tried to warn everybody who was coming out here. Oh my gosh. That uh, about the traffic because we talk about the traffic out here a lot in LA. Obviously, it's a, it's a it's a thing. Uh, getting around here, but everyone was like, "Oh, like I, I, I left with a half an hour." Like, nah, no, 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 no. that's not going to work. Through. Yeah, that's not no. going to work on a normal week. It's definitely not going to work Super Bowl week. But the Super Bowl is at SoFi in Inglewood tomorrow here in Los Angeles. Rams and Bengals. Who were your picks at the beginning of the season for the Super Bowl? Uh, Super Bowl pick. I actually, oof, I had the Packers to win it all because I also had Aaron Rodgers to win MVP. So I kind of just did a little double dipping there, but. uh we saw how that played out for me. So I did have the Packers to win it all. I had Seahawks Bills. So part of my pick was alive for a little while. Obviously very wrong on the Seahawks there. Um, and I think I picked Josh Allen for MVP, which I was also very wrong about. But I think I had you on one of the first weeks of the season. You did, yes. And you, I think that's when you told me about Aaron Rodgers for the MVP pick, which is a great pick by you. I, did, I just didn't see him winning back-to-back MVPs. That's, that's pretty tough to do. But he did it. And, he did. Uh, and now, obviously, the conversation is, is he going to stay in Green Bay? And Green Bay does have the best odds to keep him. What, uh, are you sprinkling anything on that? And what do you think is, is the best choice if you're going to go with that, that pick? Um, that one's tough for me because that's a little bit of betting with my heart since I'm a Denver Broncos fan. And oh. I think we could really use someone like Aaron oh. Rodgers right well, now. Well, also, you know, it's impossible to predict what Aaron's going to do. Right. But so this is just more of like a fun, you know, you're not going to retire off of this, this wager. But yes, if you I, were going to put your money anywhere. I do think that the Broncos having the new – um, head coach hire from Nathaniel Green Bay Hackett, yeah. definitely helps the odds there for you know the likelihood of of Rodgers following him. So I actually do like the Broncos unbiasedly. I think it's a good fit for him. You know his his fiance or whoever she is lives in Boulder. It's just a great fit. I think he should just head on over there. The Broncos need a franchise QB. Their defense is set. Um, so I actually do like that. But I've seen a lot of conversation about. Um, 49, were they talking about the 49ers for him? So the 49ers, uh, the Bucks, the Steelers, and the Colts. I think the Bucks have the worst odds okay. um, of the odds available. The Colts also. I think the Colts is actually the better situation. I, I can see that, actually. For, uh, they're, they're very upset with Carson Wentz, understandably so, in Indy. They need a... Uh, 
a boost there. Mm-hmm. Car- Carson just has some limitations. Uh, they, they may end up hanging on to him another year, but if he was going to go to a situation that's ready-made, and that division is much easier than the AFC West. Yes. Not to deter him from going to, Bron- to Denver. I just think he should leave in general. I'm a, I'm a, a, personally, selfishly, I'm over that story in Green Bay. I just feel like yeah. they've, hit the, they've hit the wall. It's like Fast and Furious, Furious 17. I get it. Like, we're going <laughs> to... Move on. Yeah, we, we, it's like there's so, many, so, so many times we can send a, a car to the moon right. here. Like, it's great. I love it. But I, I'm ready for a new story. And I think Denver... I, I don't like the Bucks for him. I do think Denver or the Colts would be a great situation for Aaron Rodgers. We're talking to Live Moods on Fox Sports Radio. We're down here at the Third Street Promenade at the Tailgate Tour. So come by and say hello if you are down here. Okay, so Super Bowl is tomorrow. Yes. What is your pick? What is the score? Man, I, it's tough for me because I, I really do think that the Rams are going to pull off a win here, but I do like the Bengals to keep it close. Um, this is a Bengals team that all season long has been like get punched and get back up stronger. I mean, they are just a very competitive squad, and they perform very well against teams that are over 500 with a winning record. They seem to rise to the occasion and um, just have that really competitive side to them this season. They're 13-6 and six against the spread in the regular season and obviously 3-0 and oh against the spread uh, in the playoffs. So I have a hard time fading them against the spread here. When you get four points, I could see it being a field goal game. I do think that the Rams are just too stacked to lose this game and obviously a big conversation for a while was the fact that the Bengals are technically the home you know the home team but we're in LA so I think that definitely helps the Rams here out a lot Um, it just seems like it's the Rams turn you know they've got a really great roster and they've kind of they kind of turned their whole season around and Stafford's playing better in the playoffs than he did all season long and um, but I do I I think it'll be a closer game than a lot of people expect I've heard a lot of people talk about you know it's going to be a you know a snoozer it's not going to be a high scoring game this Bengals team has just proven time and time again to be too competitive to let this be a snooze fest so I like it to be close I like it to be high scoring so I'm going to ride with the Bengals plus four and then maybe also do a little sprinkle on Rams money line because I do think I do think they're going to pull it off yeah, I mean, if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs game, that looked like it was going to be a blowout. Sure and did. Then, and I actually, I thought in that game, the stop, the defensive stop at the end of the half with uh, Tyreek Hill at the, at the goal line was the turning point in that game because it, I felt like if they had scored there, it was going to feel out of reach. Yep. And then you go into the you go into halftime feeling good, and they were able to obviously come back and win that game. So. Then you're going with Matthew Stafford for MVP. Who are you going for MVP here? Well, I do have a couple player props I also like. I like Joe Burrow over 12 and a half rushing yards. I like him to use some mobility mm. in this game. Obviously, his O-line is just you don't know what you're going to get, right. um, which is really scary for this spot for him, um, considering, you know, Von Miller, miss him with the Broncos, but um, Aaron Darnold and Von Miller, I just feel like that's a lot of pressure on, on Burrow, and I think he's going to use his legs a little bit to try to get out of the pocket and little hot take here. Maybe he gets in the end zone, you know, uses that mobility, hits the over 12 and a half rushing yards, scores a touchdown late in the game. Um, so I like the, I like that as like a little hot take in this game. Um, but Stafford definitely overpassing yards. I think historically to have him for MVP makes the most sense because right. typically it's a QB and I do think the Rams are winning this one, but I do think there's great value in Cooper Cup as well. Uh, he just, <laughs> he's just been playing insane and I don't see him stopping anytime soon, especially not for the Super Bowl. 
role. Well, also, if the Rams win, you have to imagine that he's going to be a huge contributor. Absolutely. In, in, in that win. Absolutely. I do think there's good value in Aaron Darnold, believe it or not. I think his value is really great. Um, and I could see a little Vaughn Miller 2.0 when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. And mm. Aaron, Aaron Darnold, I think could have some really, really crucial moments in this game to help the Rams win. So well, he's Aaron Donald's more man on fire right now. Yes. Uh, they've talked about him all week, uh, him and Big Wit. That's just, you know, that's what everyone is playing for is to get him, who, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, incredible all-time player, uh, a Super Bowl win to add to his resume. Okay, so you like Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, or Aaron Donald for yep. possibly Yvonne Miller, if you want to get spicy. I, yeah, that's a little bit more of my heart okay. talking right there. <laughs> Denver girl. Uh, for player props, uh, Joe Burrow over 12 and a half rushing yards. Yep. Um, Stafford so overpassing. Stafford like overpassing. Yep. Bengals to cover four. Really lucky if you got four and a half. Uh, I got four. And uh, what am I? What else am I missing here? Rams uh, and money Rams line. money line. Sprinkle in the Rams money line. We're talking to live moods of the volume here on Fox Sports Radio, the Joy Taylor Show, live from the Third Street Promenade for the tailgate tour. Um, all right, so you're going with the over then. I love the over. I mean, honestly, I, I do. I, th- I Again, it's that competitive nature. I don't think Stafford is going to have any problems um, with passing in this game. I think his arm has looked exceptionally uh, great in the playoffs. Uh, so I think that the Rams are going to put p- points on the board just fine. And then I think we may see what we saw with the Chiefs game where Bengals fans are sitting there in the first half going, ooh, this is not looking good. But then they, again, they get knocked down and they get up stronger than ever. And they just have this energy about them this year that is has been really exciting to watch. So I just don't see this being a blowout game. And I think both teams offensively are really great with pretty average pass defenses. So I just see it being a high-scoring affair. I really I do. do too. And if you look at how the postseason has gone since, well, since the wild card weekend, obviously there's a lot of blowouts that weekend. Um, there would have been actually all blowouts if Jimmy Garoppolo hadn't insisted that he give the Cowboys an opportunity to move on. <laughs> we would have had all blowouts. But since then, this, particularly the divisional round was unbelievable. So we've yes. had close games down to the wire games. Yeah. I don't know why this one would be uh, any different. Uh, I, I could see the Rams pulling a, a little bit ahead, but again, with, with the Bengals and the way that they've played all season long, there's no reason to think that they would and keep it close. So right. I, I do think that the Bengals are going to win. I'm going with the Bengals 27-24. And I that's love it. mostly because of Joe Burrow. Oh, you cannot fade the man with the most swag. My, I mean, my girl Liv Moods loves some Joe Burrow. I love it. This is what we we uh, we vibe on this all the time. Oh. I am a day one Joe Burrow as well. I love him. I love him too. And I am a bandwagon I, I, Joe Burrow. And I will fully admit that. Oh, no. Okay? See, I was, I was from LSU. I will uh, admit it. My nephew's going to LSU. Mason Taylor, tight end. Uh, Oh, He's going awesome. there this this fall, so I, Auntie will be in the house Heck acting yes. a whole fool in Death Valley. But I love the <laughs> LSU uh, brands and uh, go Tigers, and I loved him at LSU. And what I like to when I'm evaluating quarterbacks because I am a, a quarterback uh, evaluation guru. If you don't know this. <laughs> I do like to look at how they perform. Obviously, throughout the season, you know, right. you want to evaluate what they look like. But to me, when you're talking about how is a, how is a quarterback going to translate to the NFL, what do they do in big moments? That's right. why I loved Justin Herbert coming into the draft because not because of what he did in a very conservative Oregon offense, where people had lots of questions about how he was going to translate to the NFL. He was awesome in the Rose Bowl. Who, how you play against the, the best competition in the biggest moments? That's what I want to see. And nobody was colder than yep. Joe Burrow. Oh. I mean, I see, and I'm just coming from an angle. I cannot wait to see the game day fit. 
I have been thinking Joker. about this all week long. I'm like, what is this man going to pull out? First it was the Cartier shades and the chain and just the most swag ever. And now I'm like, okay, what's he got up his sleeve? See, I think I'm he waiting might, for it. I think he might flip us a, a wild card and just come in like a Bengals uh, sweatsuit. I would be so okay with that. I mean, honestly, whatever he wears, I think I'm going to be fully in support of. <laughs> I am. A, I'm, I am also a, a very huge fan of him. I, I I think that he is. He's very Joe Namath, like you know, in the in the swag and the you know the coats and all of that. But also, he exudes a, a certain level of confidence that he also backs up, which is you know, it's annoying yes. when someone is overly confident. And you're like, okay, but you're terrible. Yes. So I get that you keep believing in yourself, and that's great, right. and you should always have confidence. But where, where's all of this when it comes to the field? Right. And it obviously translates to the field and everyone on that team is, is galvanized by him and, and leadership qualities obviously we talk about intangibles and body language and all that stuff and most of we don't know what we're talking about but we got time to fill so that's usually <laughs> what we're talking about but I do think that matters that's why I love Dak Prescott I think he brings yes. a certain level of confidence to America's team which is the biggest brand in all of sports and the Cowboys not my opinion it's just a fact and <laughs> I was going to say we might need to change that America's team thing. it ain't going to happen <laughs> it ain't going to happen trust me they've tried they They've won three <laughs> playoff games in 25 years. They've done everything they can oh, to not be America's team, and they still are. Still it's are. just a big brand. And, you know, there's a certain pressure that comes with being the quarterback of Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I think Dak Prescott does a good job with that. And so and to bring it back to Joe Burrow, I just think he, he brings something to the table of an intangible that's very, uh, very hard to quantify. Yes. But it has obviously worked, and he's really just that dude. I mean, they haven't been in the Super Bowl in 33 years, and here they are in Los Angeles. You know, well, even OBJ, about. I saw a little clip of OBJ saying, like, he is the swaggiest dude. Like, and, and that's not just on the field, but it's also off the field. So probably kind of what you were just saying, like, the way he carries himself is even, – even if he's younger than you, you're kind of looking at him like, wow, dude, you've got it going on. I mean – Well, we all know somebody. We're talking to Liv Moods on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. She's down here at the Third Street Promenade with us. We all know somebody who is just uh, naturally very confident and great at something. Yes. And they – are not just inspiring, but they just kind of, you kind of level up when you're around them. Like, you know, you're about to go meet with somebody like that. You're like, nah, I'm going yeah, to use a mouthwash after I brush my teeth. You know, I'm just, I'm going to do a little, I'm going to do a little extra, little extra, you know, <laughs> on it. I think so that's how I, people feel I about to, you. Uh, please. I'm serious. Uh, I well, use mouthwash this morning. <laughs> You're funny. Okay, so maybe that is. Um, I'm, I'm not a Cartier glasses swaggy, though. But, no, I think, like, he, he has that. He brings that to the table. And yes. I, it would be remiss if we didn't mention Matthew Stafford, obviously, who uh, I had a lot of questions about going into the postseason. He had obviously never won a postseason game before this year, which we won't talk about anymore. Like, it was obviously Detroit. Yes. Um, yes. And he's, he's done an incredible job with the Rams this year. Yeah, no. He's, he's again, even in the regular season this year, I was like, uh, you know, I just don't. It was inconsistent for me. Right. From a betting perspective, any team that is inconsistent is a betting liability. You just don't want to go there. And I had been burned by the Rams a few times in the regular season, and I was just like, I don't trust this team. And then for whatever reason, playoff Matt Stafford and playoff Rams was just – it was a different – it was a different team, and they're, you know, they've made it this far. They deserve it for sure. So it's been interesting to see how that team has unfolded throughout the, the season. Really quickly before I let you go, another quarterback that's obviously going to be on the trade block, um, and there's some odds for where he is going to end up is Jimmy G. Where do you think uh, he ends up? That's a tough one. Um, that's hard. Cause I, I want to go to Pittsburgh. I, he, I could see him fitting there. 
So here's the thing. Obviously, it's, everyone's waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers does first because if Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is the first domino that has to fall. If he stays in Green Bay, then Denver's going to make a push for Jimmy G. Right. I think that's a given. So it's it's kind of hard to really predict where he's going to go without Aaron Rodgers making a move, which I do think will happen quickly because obviously teams have to draft and yep. free agency will start and money will start being removed from the table. And Denver is setting up to get Aaron Rodgers right. in the hiring of Nathaniel Hackett to begin with. So, and they haven't been a quarterback since Peyton Manning. Right. So that's the first domino that has to fall. I do think he would fit really well in Pittsburgh. I don't know if Pittsburgh's going to do it. I'm not excited about Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins at all, but we'll see. But the other thing, the other factor in, you know, where if you're, you know, considering sprinkling anything on, on where Jimmy G's uh, future lies, you have to consider that the Niners are going to do right by him because he was amazing yes. for them this year. Absolutely. He, he, he held that locker room together in a situation he could have been very cranky about with Trey Lance. So I, I, I think they're going to send him somewhere that's actually uh, competitive, preferably in the AFC. He proved to be a, a pretty solid leader the way that he handled the Trey Lance stuff. And I thought I, I gained a lot of respect for him in that regard that – I felt like he handled that with grace. Yeah, I like Jimmy G more than most. I think he's obviously a frustrating player for the Niners because he has wild inconsistencies and he, and he does insist on giving the other team the opportunity to win the game, even if you are. <laughs> he hands it to him. Playing well. like, I, I insist that you try to win this game for, for, for your team. Um, and he has, you know, he's an injury history. But right. overall, I do think he's, he's a winning quarterback despite all of that. So I think he's going to end up with someone that's a, a rebuild. I don't think the Niners are just going to send him, you know, wherever just to get the best. They'll have his back. The best pick for him um talking to live moods of the volume thank you so much for coming down i hope you you. enjoyed your time here in la you have to come back and and visit me when it's not a super bowl week yeah no i'll be back for sure i love it here it's better than the cold colorado that i'm gonna go home to how cold is it in colorado right now we've had snow off and on so it's been like floating maybe in the high 40s Mm. too cold for me yeah that's not I'm like from, super I'm from cold for Colorado, I paid my dues. Yeah. I paid my dues in the AFC North in Pittsburgh. I, I didn't leave until I was 18. So I'm, I'm certified and now I'm soft and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm soft. I can't do the cold. It's I'm horrible. over it. I will never do the cold again. I don't Thank you. you for coming down uh, to you. the set. I appreciate you having you. Make sure you follow Liv on social media at Liv Moods. She has great picks and does an amazing job um, on the volume uh, with her with her picks. Really quick recap. She likes the over, Matthew Stafford uh, passing, Joe Burrow rushing, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, or Aaron Donald for Super Bowl MVP. Bengals the cover and sprinkle on the Rams' money line. We are down here at the Third Street Promenade for the Tailgate Tour, third and Broadway in Santa Monica, listening to the Joy Taylor Show. We'll talk to Jordan Rodriguez at the bottom of the hour and uh, discuss a little bit how the Super Bowl might affect Aaron Rodgers' future next on the Joy Taylor Show. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are down here at the Third Street Promenade. Fox Sports Radio wants to send you to the happiest place on earth at the Disneyland Resort. Enjoy a limited time Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. I love that festival. Explore a galaxy far, far away at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and go on Save the Day missions at the Avengers Campus. Come on down here to the tailgate tour at 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica for your chance to win. The Super Bowl is tomorrow here in beautiful Los Angeles. Could be the hottest Super Bowl on record because it is it is warm here in L.A. We're getting a, a strange heat wave. You know, everyone that came in town uh, did not pack appropriately. <laughs> everyone bought their sweaters and coats. And uh, it's good. It's good for the economy because everyone had to go shopping when they got here because <laughs> it's so warm. But it should be a great game tomorrow. Uh, thank you to Liv Moods for giving us her picks for the game tomorrow. She does an amazing job with the volume. And uh, thank you to my brother, Jason Taylor, for joining us earlier. We'll talk to Jordan Rodrique of The Athletic. She colors, covers the LA Rams for The Athletic. We'll talk to her in just a few minutes. But we were talking to Liv Moods before she left about what Aaron Rodgers might do next season. And obviously, he is the first domino that has to fall in the, the quarterback free agency markets. Uh, he's not free agent, obviously, but you know there are a lot of teams that are in desperate need of quarterbacks, and we saw, especially this postseason, the value of having that guy. And you know, if you don't, even if you have a guy you think might be the guy, it's kind of turning out not to be the guy. Um, Tennessee was the number one seed, and they got knocked uh, and had nine sacks on Joe Burrow because Ryan Tannehill had three turnovers and folded in the biggest moment of the season. So everyone is just trying to level up at that position. And Aaron Rodgers obviously had a really interesting and loud season this year and then went out and won another MVP. So it, it, it just kind of feels like the Green Bay story has been told. I've, I've seen this movie. It's like the 17th sequel. And uh, well, what happens in the end? Oh, he saves the world. How oh, shocking. He's on the side of the cliff, and then the world gets saved. So I'm just I, – I, I'm personally over the Green Bay story. I do think that we as fans need to change. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers doesn't care about that, nor should he. But also, their team's going to look a lot different this year. This was kind of the year they needed to win it. They are – up against the cap badly. Jordan Love is not the guy. And they have to figure out what they're going to do with Devontae Adams. They're going to have to let some pieces go. So the team's not even going to look the same next year. And I do think that that division is going to be better than it was this year as well. So it's just going to be a different year. I do think he ends up leaving. Denver looks like the best place. And Matthew Stafford, if he ends up winning this Super Bowl, is going to be the the second established quarterback to leave and go to a ready-made situation and win a Super Bowl in his first year. Tom Brady did it last year. If Matthew Stafford does it this year, now we kind of got a trend. So does Aaron take a look at that and say, maybe I just need a change of scenery? Maybe that's, that's what it is. Now, he has said he could retire. He doesn't have anything else he needs to accomplish in the NFL. Sounds good, but... He just won back-to-back MVPs, so I would be very, very surprised if he ends up retiring. I think he has a lot of great football left. And Denver, or to me, the Colts is actually the better situation over Denver because that division is a lot easier. And the first thing you got to do is win that division. So uh, it's, it's much easier than the AFC West going through Derek Carr and Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. But I do think he's going to end up leaving, and I think it will be a better story overall. And I think it's uh, if Matthew Stafford ends up winning the Super Bowl, it's going to be a very serious trend. What up? Ohio in the house. 
<laughs> we're down here at the Third Street Promenade with Fox Sports Radio at the Tailgate Tour, Third and Broadway in Santa Monica. If you are around, come say hello. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us on this beautiful Saturday on the Joy Taylor Show. We'll talk to Jordan Rodrique on the other side. But first, let's get to Ralph Irvin with What's Trending. Well, it is Super Bowl weekend in Los Angeles. They're getting ready for Super Bowl 56. Rams and Bengals squaring off tomorrow. Here's L.A. head coach Sean McVay. We always talk about striking that perfect balance between having urgency but also enjoying the preparation and the process. I think these guys have done a great job really taking that ownership. While it is nice to have some normalcy, I think it is good to acknowledge this is a big game, and we want to be able to embrace that. It was great to be able to go to the Rose Bowl, get a great practice in, and then it's just kind of tightening things up for the next 48 hours or so. And that's going to be now just, we'll say, 27 hours from right now. It'll be kickoff at SoFi Stadium on the College Hardwood. 12-19 to play in the second half. Rutgers holding on to a 51-50 lead as they play at number 14, Kentucky. They're about to tip it off. Number 6, Houston hosting Memphis. Number 17, Michigan State hosting Indiana. Finals in on the College Hardwood. Number 1, Auburn, 75-58 over Texas A&M. Number 10, Baylor. 80 to 63 over number 20 Texas. Number six Kansas holds off Oklahoma 71 69. And yes, it was a win for number 15 Villanova 73 67 over Seton Hall. Major League Baseball and the Players Union meeting for just under an hour today. Players Union coming away unimpressed. Not a good sign for the scheduled start of spring training as we send it back it is a good time right now for the joy taylor show here on fox sports radio thank you to ralph Irvin for that update uh we are down here at the third street promenade for the tailgate tour third and broadway in santa monica beautiful saturday a super bowl saturday here in los angeles as the big game is tomorrow in inglewood and uh, everyone is out enjoying the beautiful sunshine and i think we're going to have a great day here in la tomorrow for the Super Bowl. Let's go out to Jordan Rodriguez of The Athletic. She covers the LA Rams for The Athletic and uh, does great work for them overall. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Um, what's what's the energy around around the Rams right now? Because to me, the there's not a whole lot of pressure, not a whole lot of animosity around this particular matchup, but I do think the Rams have more pressure than the Bengals in this game. Yeah, great question, Joy. And and also, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for having me because I am a huge fan of you and everything that you do. So appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, these two teams. It's, it's interesting you say that because they're kind of they're kind of both. There's no villains, right? They're both right. teams that did they, they did things differently in their own way, and then they made it here. And it's easy to um, appreciate that. But the Rams have been here before, and they know what it's like to have it slip through their fingers. They know what it's like to be out there on the field and not have the answers to the test. And I think that that is has built sort of a, a level of resilience within them that they know you have to be locked in. You have to keep to try to keep things normal and not let it get too big but also understand that you need to be prepared to find those answers in real time everything they've done since 2018-2019 has in terms of a team build has been to push that sort of uh, ability into their ecosystem to find answers quicker every move that they've made um, all of the catalysts and so I think they feel settled and secure in that um, very calm energy around the group right now around the team um, players really feeling connected with each other and like there's a, a huge bond and wanting to get this done especially for the guys who didn't get it done the last time yeah we're talking to Jordan Rodriguez. I'm glad you brought that up because it feels like 
everyone around the team. Obviously, Matthew Stafford has had you know a long career, and this is a big moment for him. And you have Odell, and you know Von Miller's been there before, and there's there's Cooper Cup. There's lots of great names on this team, but it really kind of feels like it's Aaron Donald and Big Wit that everybody's playing for. Yeah, and there's such an emotional pull there. You know, two very different types of leaders. Andrew Whitworth is the guy who will immediately be talking to you if your head is hanging down. He will ask you if you need to stay on, on his couch if you're a young player and, and you maybe need a mentor or a role model. And he's, he's the guy who's giving the speeches in the huddle. He's the guy who um, is, is a lot of ways a heartbeat and also at times I think a conscience uh, for this team and in some of the direction that they've tried to go in since returning to Los Angeles and building a, a sustainable foundation. Um, and Aaron Donald is a very lead-by-example guy. Um, he is sort of that embodiment of excellence, of greatness that players see every day and think if he's working this hard, I have to up my game and I have to work just as hard or try to because he is setting that standard every single day. And over the last couple of weeks, Aaron has gotten more vocal. He has been rallying teammates in the huddle. He told them what it felt like to stand on the sidelines of that Green Bay game and those tears streaming down his face when he didn't, you know, he realized that they weren't going to be going to the Super Bowl and he's dealing with with broken ribs at the time. He told him what that felt like. He told him what this meant to him. And he's been talking in meetings. He's been talking to players a little bit more. Um, You saw him rally teammates on the sideline. And I think the two of them together sort of hitting their apex of who they are, what they mean to this team, and that leadership uh, sort of apex that they are able to do and connect with either side of the ball, that's rallying guys who really want to do it for them. We're talking to Jordan Rodrigue of The Athletic on the Joy Taylor Show, Fox Sports Radio. We're down here at the Third Street Promenade. So Sean McVay, this is his second Super Bowl, and he talked a little bit about how his preparation kind of differed in, the, in his first Super Bowl loss, how he kind of overprepared in that game against Bill Belichick, and it, it really showed, and he, you know, it was kind of, kind of almost made him nervous. Have you talked to him at all about how he's preparing differently for this Super Bowl? Yeah, I think the last couple of years, especially, and we've talked about this quite a bit, have been um, all of that preparation. One of the problems and the biggest things that I think he self-scouted and reflected on, um, especially after that time, was, you know, he couldn't find the answers. And that pressure and that stress of not being able to find the answers in that moment of that game, um, it compounded. And it made it nearly impossible to solve in any positive direction for the Rams. Well, building in answers, uh, you know, going after a quarterback, who makes him right even if he is wrong at times. Um, building in different pieces, versatile, uh, different evolu- evolving their offense or building in different pieces into their defense, changing their scheme, um, doing a lot of different things to be able to be more multiple in real time and flexible in real time. There came a point where Sean McVay understood, you know, I am not going to have all the answers in a game, but what I do need to be able to do is adjust quickly and find it in real time when I'm presented with that problem. And I think that brings a sort of a sense of peace where you've done all you can and now you know you have the ability to, to make these adjustments and do these things. Um, you know, you just have to see it and, and, do, and move quickly when you see that opportunity. So, Jordan, obviously this is a very complete, very talented uh, veteran LA Rams team, but everyone's, a lot of people are giving the Bengals a real chance in this game. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, full disclosure, I'm actually picking the Bengals. Don't be mad at me. Um, but what is, this, <laughs> what is the scariest thing about this Bengals team to you? It's obviously a very young team and you know, the offensive line is, is not great, although they've been holding up in most of these games. What's, what's the X factor in the game uh, from the Bengals side for you? 
honestly, they're fearless. They really are. They are not intimidated by a group of Rams players that are veterans that have been here before, that are some of, in some positions the greatest players on the planet. They're not afraid of this. They're not afraid of this moment, and they're loose coming in to meet this moment. I think that makes for a very, very dangerous team when you combine it with what we've seen them do through the playoffs, what we've seen them do, especially in the postseason. They have adjusted quickly. They've been very multiple on defense, and Joe Burrow has made things happen out of structure. When everything is falling apart around him, he has found a way to win games, and that gives a team an edge that is it's hard to manufacture, and it's not necessarily a tangible thing, but it can make such a difference in a game like this. And the Rams, I, I agree with what you said earlier in the in the in the interview is that this is a dangerous game for the Rams because the pressure is on them. This is a game where they are favored, right? But at the same time, they've operated best when they've sort of had the narrative against them. You know, they're soft, or you know, the building, the, the pandemic striking their building, and 35 players are out, or Matthew Stafford can't win in the postseason, or those types of things. Well, now they're expected to win, and they're feeling calm. So, what do you do, and how do you meet that moment um, to? make sure that you're not sort of complacent in that moment when you know the other team is going to come out with an edge. We're talking to Jordan Rodriguez of The Athletic on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. So before I let you go, who who on the Rams is going to have the big game tomorrow? Obviously, Cooper Cup is, is an obvious one. Um, but at the end of the game, you're like, that's the guy who stepped up the biggest. Maybe it's not the obvious names of Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald or, or Cooper Cup. Who's somebody else that we should be watching tomorrow for the Rams? Yeah, you know, if I can't pick any of those guys, because it really is, like you said, it could be any of them, right? It's like right. we always, on the Rams beat, we always have like a non-Aaron Donald category, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> any of these things. So I, I actually really do think this is going to be a game to keep an eye on Jalen Ramsey. Um, they've been messing with his sort of uh, positional flexibility the entire year, and I think that he is he is hurting and itching for uh, a, some sort of takeaway. He's close. You can see him on the, on the cusp of making the big play, the difference-making play that he is so known for over the years. And I think that this is a game where he's maybe not one of these names, surprisingly, that's being talked about as much. Yeah. But I think that gives him an edge. When, when a bar is set for him, he always rises to meet it. And I think that this game might be an example of that, particular with the matchup that he's expecting to have. Right, with Jamar Chase, which will be a great one. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Jordan. Make sure you follow her on social media, Jordan Rodriguez. She does a great job covering uh, the NFL and uh, the L.A. Rams. Um, thanks for having, or thanks for coming on. Enjoy the game tomorrow, Jordan. Thanks so much, Joy. Take care. Thanks. We are down here at the Third Street Promenade, Third and Broadway, with Fox Sports Radio for the Tailgate Tour. It's a great time down here. A beautiful day here in Los Angeles as we get ready for Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. I will recap my picks and give you my props and uh, get ready for for Super Bowl Sunday when we come back on the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. Welcome back to the Joy Taylor Show on Fox Sports Radio. We are going to have a great halftime show tomorrow for the Super Bowl. Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Eminem. Very much looking forward to that. I think we're going to have a great game. It's going to be a close game. We've had close games since the divisional round. Bengals, Rams, lots of Bengals fans walking around down here at the Third Street Promenade. Thanks to Jason Taylor, Liv Moods, and Jordan Rodrigue for stopping by the show today. It's a beautiful... Uh, nice and warm, toasty day down here at the Promenade. It's, it's, it's going to be a hot day tomorrow for the Super Bowl. It's supposed to be the hottest Super Bowl on record. And I think it's going to be a good one. Bengals 27, Rams 24 is my prediction. So I'm taking Bengals plus 4.5 or plus 4, whatever you can get. And the over at 48.5. Liv Moods and I talked a little bit about some other picks. She likes, uh, you know, the obvious ones, Matthew Stafford for the MVP. But Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald or Von Miller, if you want to get a little more spicy with that. I'm going with the uh, Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow as my Super Bowl MVP pick. Um, for a couple prop bets, first touchdown, Cooper Cup. First commercial, I think, will be a Pepsi commercial. If you want to get into uh, some of the fun ones, you know, like you get, get, get you, you can bet like the Gatorade color and how long the national anthem is going to go and stuff. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, the pressure is on the Rams in this game, a more veteran team, a team that has been there and uh, been to the Super Bowl now twice in the last six years since coming back to Los Angeles. And it's, it's a big game for the Rams as well, for the city, for the fan base, uh, having just come back to L.A. And, you know, there is another team here in the Chargers as well. So this would be big for them. Um, and obviously, you know, seeing Aaron Donald and Andrew Whitworth get a, get a ring would be great. But... I'm going with the Bengals in this game. Sorry to my fellow Angelitos. We are 
<laughs> Bengals plus four. There you go. Yeah, me too. Um, but I think it's gonna be. A, I think it's gonna be a close one. I think it's gonna be high scoring. I know some people are predicting a little bit of a blowout, but the, you know the Bengals don't give up. They they have unwavering confidence in what they're able to do. They've come back before, and I think the Chiefs game is is a good sign of their resilience and uh, and never panicking. And a big part of that is Joe Burrow. And, um, and Matthew Stafford's done an amazing job this season as well. I, I had some questions at the end of the season with the turnovers, but he has studied that and done an amazing job in the postseason for the Rams. So looking forward to a lot tomorrow, some matchups to pay attention to. Obviously, Jordan just mentioned Jalen Ramsey. She has uh, accounted for him as, as the, the X factor in the game that nobody's really talking about. She's right. Jalen Ramsey is an incredible player, and we're, we're not really talking a lot about him. Jamar Chase being matched up with him could be something to pay attention to. And, and the big thing is the Bengals' offensive line. How do they hold up against this really athletic and, uh, and veteran defensive line of the L.A. Rams? Also, Sean McVay, you know, experience matters in the big games and the big moments. And Sean McVay has been there before against the greatest coach in NFL history and Bill Belichick. So he's going to be preparing differently. He's not going to be... Uh, be as nervous, will know what to expect, and I think he probably feels a little more confident in Matthew Stafford than he did in Jared Goff, so we'll probably call a bit of a different game, but, you know, Joe Mixon, I think, is going to be a big factor in this game as well. The Bengals like to run the ball. If they are able to get the running game going, how does that factor in um, with the success that Jamar Chase, Offensive Rookie of the Year, can have in this game against the Rams' defense? Um, but thanks for hanging out with us today. It was a fun show down here at the Promenade. It's a beautiful day in Los Angeles. We are here at the Tailgate Tour, 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica and 3rd Street Promenade. Everybody's out enjoying themselves. If you are here in L.A., please come by. There's a lot going on. It's a nice walk, a nice day. Get yourself a, a beverage and walk around. The family's here. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> Um, there's a lot of a lot to pay attention to as the NFL season is wrapping up and we get into NBA season and we'll be uh, entering into the NFL offseason. The biggest stories are going to be obviously the quarterback position, which is oh, nice little breeze, a little breeze sneaking in here. I love that. I like that shirt, Cincinnati. Yeah, it's a good shirt. <laughs> and the shoes too. Got the got the Bengals shoes on. That's a good fit. There you go. Bengals fans out here in LA right now. <laughs> We're down here at the Promenade. Um, I completely forgot what I was just talking about. I got distracted by her uh, outfit. Um, come down and check out the, the set here for Fox Sports Radio. Um, I'm glad we were able to come down here be amongst the people. Thank you, Scott, for <laughs> setting this up. Um, I love doing remotes uh, for stuff like this. It's, it's always fun to be around the fans. And I think we're going to get a great game tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. And it's the first Super Bowl that I'm going to be able to go to. Now I remember we were talking about quarterbacks moving. Yes. So that's what we're going to be paying attention to once the season ends. Where does Aaron Rodgers go? He's the first domino that has to fall. Then Jimmy Garoppolo. And, uh, and we'll see from there. There's not really a huge market for all the teams that do need quarterbacks, which is a lot. I know Deshaun Watson's always in the conversation, but those legal things have not been settled yet, so it really is going to be an Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo offseason when it comes to the quarterback conversation. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Sam. Back in the studio, everyone that is working down here with us at Fox Sports Radio to put on the show today. Steve Harbin, Jeff Schwartz coming up next here down at the Promenade at the Tailgate Tour, 3rd and Broadway in Santa Monica. Come and hang with us. I'm going with the Bengals tomorrow, 27, Rams 24. Sorry, Los Angeles. I love you. Don't make, don't make me leave. It's nice here. <laughs> 
appreciate you having me. You listen to the Joy Taylor Show. If you missed the show, I will post the podcast on social media right afterwards. Thanks for hanging out. Enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.